0: Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. And as always, thanks for listening. Have you ever been cursed at by a Catholic? punched by a Pentecostal beaten by a Baptist lambasted by a Lutheran have you ever? let's discuss some facts about churches not the church because the church of Jesus is everyone who belongs to Jesus in the planet, okay, and in heaven? So that's the church. But there are church locations, and more often than not, if you ask someone uh, if they go to church, and they say, "Oh no, 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 you never see me in one of those places." I mean, a bunch of hypocrites in that place. Um. Sometimes they'll recount a uh, a story or an incident. Not a lot of details sometimes about something that happened and some church member cut them off in traffic, looked at them funny, um, was or was genuinely unpleasant to them when they visited. So, are there? Unfortunate episodes that occur at church. And the answer is yes. Indeed. And with church members. Now, so let's look at these. And let me just, uh, you know, throw up some thoughts, alright, about behavior. First thing that's important to know is that not everyone who goes to church is a Christian or a believer as I like to say because a believer belongs to Jesus and a believer is trying to uh, curtail their behavior and be more like Jesus now I'll be honest with you even believers have a bad day And, to be quite honest, um, it's one of these situations where the church is full of humans. Humans ain't perfect. And perfection ain't going to come on this side of this cloudy sky. So, now everyone's got problems too and some people handle them differently some better than others and you would think and yes you're right if you're thinking that people who go to church and know Jesus and who sit under teaching and and listen to the teaching and do the teaching ought to be responding better to life's challenges and and instead of being genuinely uh, or generally unpleasant however comma uh, there are plenty of very unpleasant individuals who are in church. And whether those people are saved or lost, I don't know. But let's go ahead and say uh, that some of these people have bad days. Yeah, everyone does. But if they have a series of them, and they're non-stop, hmm, maybe you need to think, think that one through a little harder. Now... That's a thought process, okay? The fact that, yeah, um, I don't know that uh, anyone has ever said, Hey, I'm perfect, this church is perfect, or this is awesome. They'll say, this is an awesome church, but never, I don't think these were the word perfect a whole lot. Because usually Jesus is the only one. And the goal is to be more like Him. Now, So that's the first thing. And, and by the way, I'm not excusing bad behavior. There's some really and believe me, I've, I mean I've worked in churches a long time there's some people who are pretty grumpy and genuinely unpleasant to be with in church. So um, the other thing I'm going to say is this <clears throat> if you've had a bad experience um, ask yourself if you were being grumpy and the only reason I say that is because a lot of times uh, I hear uh, you know like on YouTube and stuff people make comments uh, mostly uh, atheists will say you know I had this experience and this person was horrible and if that's the way church is then forget it and I get that okay I mean but I'm also curious if they were a jerk when they went in, because basically, if you if you show up, you got an attitude, uh, you, you you flip people off, you you b- basically act like a like a, a doofus the whole time, then. You know, and then say, "Well, you guys are you guys are Christians. You're supposed to be loving everybody. You're supposed to be just turning the other cheek, no matter what." Well, yeah, you can do that to a certain extent, but at a certain point, it's most evident that no, you're just there to be a jerk. <laughs> and uh, and guess what? That works for church and a bar. You go into a bar, you be a jerk, you flip people off. Uh, they're gonna pound you <laughs> and throw you out. So the issue is, um, you know, you got to kind of level the playing field a little bit. Now you're saying, oh, I can't believe it. He just compared church to a bar." No, I didn't. No, what I'm just saying is this. Um, most people in organizations, in places, don't like to be around jerks. If you're going to be a jerk then you can just say, well, these people are going to not like me so much. Now, should you expect more patience from a believer? Yeah, I think so. But listen, uh, this jazz about, oh, you turn the other cheek. Yes, but also he says later, you know, hey, if you're... uh, I offend you, pluck it out. Alright? So, if you're going to go hyper-literal on that particular passage, then then let's just run it to the rails. So, um, Jesus' point is, uh, you know, do everything you can. And also, Paul mentioned, listen, if at all possible, live in peace with those around you. He didn't say it exactly like that, but but that's that. Now, if at all possible, well, if somebody's gunning for you, then, uh, hmm, that can be a problem. Uh, so, let's just say if you show up at a place and, and, you, and you act like a jerk, uh, there's going to be some laying on of hands. And uh, maybe a little praying as you're being exited. So, that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not downplaying bad experiences, okay? I'm going to share one with you. And it was, it was on me. So, uh, there was a a pastor at a church at a city in Texas, in East Texas that was fairly prominent, fairly well-known pastor. And, uh, not a super small church. And, uh, my wife and I went to this place and, uh, She had been there some period of time. And, uh, anyway, had a lot of friends in there and so forth. But, uh, we decided, my wife and I, that we wanted, we needed to move to a different church. There was, you know, I forget what exactly the the situation is on that. And, uh, so we did. And we run into, or I run into... This pastor of the church we left, um, in a, at a restaurant, and uh, so I was like, "Hey, you know, good to see you, and so forth." I said, "You know, you know, John and I just felt like we needed to make a transition, and we went over to a different place, and uh, so uh, the issue with that was, you know, we joined a different church." And his statement to me was That's okay We don't need white trash in our church anyway Okay End quote Now I'm going to repeat that One more time (laughs) Just so you can feel the effect He says to me To my face That's okay We don't need white trash in our church anyway End quote so, now, some people would say, "Oh, no man, that's just brother so and- so. he's just being funny. Well, guess what? His sense of humor sucks <laughs> because that wasn't funny at all. and yeah, I was actually, I was so stunned I didn't know it, I didn't say anything else after that, but yeah, said that to me Um, mm. so uh, you know uh, possibly he needed himself a a good old fashioned smacking wagon, but I don't know not by me, we'll let God handle that but here's the thing Um, did that turn me off of church okay you talk about a prominent pastor, not a small town not a small church says that to you well, that can. Some people it does. Well, i you mean, never going back to church again. Well, you know, you just got to figure, you know, at this point, maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know. But, that's not going to to hinder me and didn't hinder me or my family from going to a place where we could learn and grow so a lot and that leads me to my fourth point a lot of times people use encounters similar to that and sometimes they're worse sometimes they're less to just basically well I don't need to go to church anymore I don't want to go to church because of all these things. Paul said forsake not the assembling of yourselves as is the custom of some. And that was ba- way back when he was walking around on, on, on the planet. So here I'm saying this. Don't let um, the imperfections that are in the local churches keep you from finding a really good church to be at. Um, normally, everyone is going to have some kind of experience similar to that, and it just happens. It shouldn't sideline your growth. In them, now, now why? Why am I going there? Because I'm saying this. We we still if if that would have turn me off of church, I would have not met some very fantastic people that that taught me so much and gave me so much and helped me so much in the church. Because um, that's what happened. Uh, So please don't let one experience or even more than one just just tell yourself look you know evidently I need to look elsewhere because that that ain't working but normally I, I can guarantee this okay and and I do guarantees very very seldom so here's the thing if you're seeking, A place to worship and grow where you can go and you can be with other believers and learn and study the word of God and have have awesome worship and have awesome preaching. God will find you a place but you have to be willing to do that and don't go stale sitting at home watching people on the blooming uh, computer don't do that physical one on one in the space situation is super important can you learn stuff on on the internet yes you can can you reach out to people on the internet yes you can can you touch and get a hug from people on the internet not without getting really weird with your computer so the answer is uh, no and that's super important. Sometimes, and I'll be honest, and I've mentioned this before. I gotta feel some. I want to feel somebody's hand in mine. Okay. You know, not to be weird about it. Not grabbing their hand and rubbing it or anything like that. You know, no spooning. I'm just saying, a, a a good human handshake, a good quick one arm hug. I can't tell you what that does. It just I think, man, it just recharges the Holy Spirit in you. And being with someone in their presence, talking with them, getting all of their, and guess what? They say 90% of feedback is nonverbal. Well, you miss a ton of that when you're not in somebody's presence, if you're not seeing them live. And I mean in the moment. With them in their space, where you guys could possibly share the same air. <laughs> the uh, so the encouragement I guess from this situation is this: if you've had a bad experience, please do some research, and reevaluate, and try another place even, you know, I mean, the... Uh, Jesus said the road is narrow that leads unto life. It's not supposed to be easy. It's not going to be easy. So if you're looking for, you know, the the uh, Emerald City, First Church of the Emerald City, where you can go and have all your wishes, you know, fulfilled and 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 just the wave of the pastor's hand um, hey send me the email I'd like to check that out because I ain't seen that yet and I've been doing this a while there's not any perfect churches what you want to do is get one that fits one that fits and then stay if you can now the reason I say that is because at one time I went through this church hopping thing I was at a church here and a church here and a church here and that stinks but uh, when you find a place that connects with you that touches you stay there stay there and work work the room a little bit because look uh, again you get out what you put in a lot of times with anything, studying the Bible, the Spirit, God will meet you more than halfway if you will give Him your effort. But you got to put something in it, you got to have skin in it. So, anyway, with that thought, I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, Don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth, and may God bless all of your efforts.